Welcome to the fifth episode of the Onigiri Chronicles. I'm Noriko Inami. And I'm Rachel Hutchins. I'm so hungry. I love Onigiri. Let's eat. Onigiri. Daisuki. This is the Onigiri Chronicles, a podcast where two friends, one in Japan and one in the U.S., talk about food, cooking, and Japan, with a few parenting adventures thrown in. This week, we are talking all about sandwiches. And what kind of sandwiches did you eat when you were growing up, Rachel? I grew up eating kind of the norm, I think, you know, peanut butter and jelly, uh, peanut butter and jam, tuna salad. And then I had a couple that I don't know if everybody ate them. Maybe they were just unique to my family, but they were my favorite when I was younger, which were butter and honey oh, or butter and either strawberry jam or raspberry jam. And it had to be my mom's homemade raspberry or strawberry jam. Picky one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, once you had my mom's jam, store jam is nasty. <laughs> yeah, homemade is always better. Okay, well, I I grew up in Seattle and then I I well, I actually did talk about growing up in Seattle, I think in the first episode, but I grew up in Seattle and then I went through this kind of I I don't know if you would call it a phase, but it was, it lasted actually well into like my freshman year of high school. It was where I had like issues embracing myself kind of as a, a Japanese person. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because I, I've always loved food and in general, and I, and I ate Japanese food at home, but I preferred taking sandwiches to school when I was really little, just because I, I had like a lunchbox moment in elementary school where someone in the school cafeteria made fun of my onigiri with my nori and and my mugicha that my mom had packed for me and it was like oh oh you're eating seaweed what is that ew that's from the ocean you're eating that and um, rice what is that you know and and mugicha that that smells weird what is that it looks like apple juice but it's so weird and then that kind of what did, i wouldn't say traumatized me but it kind of made me feel just outcasted and so I kind of went home and I told my mom, you know what, I kind of want to take sandwiches to school now. And so, and my mom wasn't the kind of person to really ask questions about it. And so she was like, oh, okay, that was it. She didn't ask anything. And so from then on, it was just sandwiches for me and no questions asked. And my dad didn't say anything to me either. And that was just it. But, you know, sandwiches. So from then on, from, yeah, basically from then to probably high school. It was just all sandwiches from then on. But I love sandwiches. Um, I had actually, my favorite was butter and strawberry jam. And then I also liked egg salad, tuna salad, ham cheese. That was pretty much what I took to school from first grade all the way up until like the high school. Yeah. And then my mom would sometimes make the roll-ups. She would kind of flatten, I guess, flatten the sandwich bread just a little bit to make it easier to roll up the sandwiches. And she, I think that's when she would do like jam and butter for me. I love knowing that you were a jam and butter girl. (laughs) (laughs) There are probably more people out there, but I felt like I was the only one. I didn't know anyone else. Everybody everybody had a PB&J pretty much, or it was like peanut butter and banana and honey for some kids, but... 
for me, it was just like jam and butter or like egg salad, tuna salad, ham and cheese. So were you a chunky or smooth peanut butter girl? A smooth girl. (laughs) I liked crunchy. Ah, I think I would prefer crunchy now, but back then it was just like, I preferred the smooth. And then I preferred the jam to be, if I was putting jam on my PB&J, I I wanted the jam to be kind of chunky and the peanut Mm. butter to be smooth. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want two chunkies together. I mean, (laughs) two chunkies. (laughs) Crunchy and chunky, I guess. Two chunkies. I love that. (laughs) That sounds so funny. I I kind of have like, well, I guess bitter. Well, it's not bittersweet, but it's the start of it was kind of weird because I had that lunchbox lunchbox moment. But I mean, I ended up loving sandwiches anyways. So, so I'm curious. I know you've mentioned to me that your sister Mm -hmm. was a a bit different. Mm -hmm. She didn't have quite the same experience. Yeah, I don't think she just. I don't. I just think she didn't really care. (laughs) That was the thing. Like, she's like, whatever, I'm going to eat my lunch and you can deal with it. That's just the kind of attitude she had. I think it was just, I was a little more sensitive and I wanted to fit in more. I'm sure she ended up taking sandwiches to school at some point, but my mom would occasionally give her onigiri and, and she didn't mind. Like, but I was just like, I, I remember specifically telling my mom, like, just I just want sandwiches, just like everybody else. I said, I remember that. I was like, just like everybody else. I'm glad that you came to your senses, though, and you came back yeah. to the onigiri. Yeah, I came back to the onigiri. But it took a while. <laughs> a long time for me to kind of accept who I was. Just because, I mean, I mean, I'm Japanese. And then it's like I grew up in, in Seattle, well, I've spent most of my younger years in Seattle, and then there were basically no Asian people, really. I mean, the, not not. I, I wouldn't say we were the only Asian family, but there weren't that many Asian people. So it's kind of, I find myself always struggling with fitting in sometimes. So that was just an issue I had. But it's all good now. I've come to <laughs> terms with it all, and I've accepted me for who I am, and Good because you're one of my favorite people. So yeah. Oh, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. I don't blame you. <laughs> so <laughs> you're so humble. Um, so I have a couple of favorite sandwich memories, and I'm wondering if you do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, in in my ha- um, when I was little, um, every Sunday was kind of like a a day that we would do something special for breakfast. And then usually that would be my dad would make breakfast and my mom didn't, I mean, my mom slept in and my dad dad made breakfast, but um, we would often have like make your own sandwich breakfast, which is, I don't know if people do that, (laughs) but we did in our house. And it was just basically my, my mom or dad um, would just leave a stack of bread out and then have like different sandwich fillings laid out. And then we would just all sit together and make our own sandwiches and eat. So like what types of fillings would there be? Just like ham, cheese, tuna, egg salad, and then like lettuce, onions, tomatoes, cucumbers, and then mayonnaise, mustard, I think we had Japanese mayonnaise and then also uh, American mayonnaise as well. Just 
free for all. <laughs> you just make your own sandwich kind of thing. And that's one thing I really enjoyed because you could just pile on anything that you wanted. What about you? Those are, those are some of our favorite meals now where it's like you set everything out and everybody assembles their own, whether yeah. it's like, cause you could just do whatever you want. Or, yeah. yeah. Makes everyone happy. Yeah. I love that. I think I have two. Well, one of them isn't in my memory. It's a story about my dad that mm-hmm. just makes me smile. And I guess when he was a little boy and still he loves a sandwich and, but he likes a sandwich that's like 3 million things like a Dagwood sandwich, you know, from the comic strip, Blondie, yeah, how he yeah. would make these, you know, mile high that. sandwiches. Um, and his dream was that when he was an adult, he would have a refrigerator that he filled with every sandwich filling imaginable so that he could make a Dagwood sandwich whenever he wanted. And I love that. <laughs> I just, that just makes me smile. That is cute. I love that. He and he's he's a great cook, but that's kind of how he cooks. It's like he takes all these things. Mm-hmm. He's really good at mixing flavors, and like he'll pull together things that just shouldn't make sense, and he makes them work. And mm-hmm. he makes Dagwood meals, kind of. That's just <laughs> that's how he cooks. Like he makes the best salads on the planet, uh-huh. but they're super random. It it makes sense. He loves the Dagwood sandwich and he's got the salad interpretation so (laughs) um my other he's he's fun Mm -hmm. my other favorite memory and this is my memory um when i was in middle school we had um a campus that was just seventh and eighth grade Mm -hmm. and we were year round so Mm -hmm. you know we'd be on for three months then off for a month Mm -hmm. and i was in band i played the french horn Mm -hmm. and so even when i was off track i would still have to go to school for band Mm -hmm. practice Mm -hmm. when i was off track the everybody who was off track we usually would go at least once a week to grab lunch together after Mm -hmm. band practice Mm -hmm. five or six blocks away from the school there was this sandwich shop called bk subs and they did you know subway sandwiches and they made this veggie sandwich mm-hmm. that was amazing. So mm-hmm. the like the subway rolls they had were just mm-hmm. pretty big, mm-hmm. and they would fill them with tons and tons of really finely shredded. Um, I think it was iceberg lettuce, and then they'd have other veggies in there. You know, like slices of tomatoes, and I think they had sprouts and cucumbers, and I, I forget. But then they would have this. Um, like oil and vinegar dressing Ooh. that they would squirt on it. Yum. And it was a really messy sandwich. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. So I don't know. Seventh and eighth grade my were my real solid sandwich years. <laughs> <laughs> the days, the days of the sandwich days, I guess you could say. Yeah. Those were fun days though. I looked I looked forward to those band days. Yeah, that's that's cute. I mean, I I kind of wish I had that. I think we were only allowed to do that in high school. And well, this was because yeah. we weren't, I wasn't actually in school, you know, we were oh, on track. Okay. So we were only able to do it because we had to go for band, but we were, it was like our summer. For the high school I went to in Seattle, we could go out off campus for lunch. We were able to, to, we could my sophomore year and then they closed the campus. Oh, really? After that. So my junior and senior year were closed campus we couldn't go Um, off for lunch and then it's like i went to when i finished high school in japan it was like only seniors i don't know why but it was like only seniors were allowed off campus 
for lunch. Kind of makes sense. You earn it, right? <laughs> you survive all. So. <laughs> you survive the other years of high school. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to get rid of us, no? But yeah, so there was a sandwich shop um, in Hero called Homeworks. I don't know if you've ever been to Homeworks in Hero. Oh, yes. Oh, you have. So, okay. so fun fact for our listeners: the last time that I lived in Japan. Our apartment was just around the corner from where you went to school. Oh yeah, yeah. The I remember it was up the hill from from the main entrance. I think. Yeah, it was the main gate. I should say. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I love homeworks. And yes, it has an S on the end. That's not a mispronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Japanese thing. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. homeworks. I I went to homeworks to get sandwiches sometimes during lunch for my senior year because it was pretty close by the school, so we could go. And then I think we got it in like this. They had like this square box that they would put it in for you. So, what was your favorite kind? What was my favorite kind? They had like it's like. Grilled, I don't remember specifically, but I remember having like grilled egg, it was like grilled eggplant and like cheese and I think it was tomato and then it was on, it was on toasted wheat. I think you could pick like what kind of bread you wanted at Homeworks, if I remember correctly. And then they ordered um, sandwiches from Homeworks to go for some school events, I think sometimes. Yeah. I remember that. So Homeworks is like a place we went to. And then there was another bakery um, in Hiro, Kobea. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we went, I went to Kobea. The one that was like on the corner. Yeah. I think there was like two kind of by the station, Hiro station. I mean, I haven't been to Hiro in a while. So if anybody listening knows if, if Kobea is still there, then let me know. But um yeah, I went I went there to get sandwiches sometimes too. What are your current favorite sandwiches? Like what are you into right now? You know, I don't eat a ton of sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Part of it is I'm gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So it makes sandwiches kind of a pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of gluten-free bread that I love, but I do love a good wrap. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And if I can get a good gluten-free bread, one of my favorite things is hummus mm-hmm. with thinly sliced cucumbers and sprouts mm-hmm. and a little bit of ume vinegar. Oh, yum. Do you, do you toast the bread? Is it toasted or? Either way, if I, if I have time, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, toasting it is always... That sounds good. Because then it doesn't get mushy as fast. Is the ume vinegar from the umeboshi that you make or is it store-bought? I do both. There's a a brand of ume vinegar that I can get here that's really, really good Mm -hmm. from... I'm totally forgetting the brand. I'll think of it. But that or... My ume vinegar is really kind of thick and syrupy. Mm Mm-hmm. So, which is great for sandwich making because then, you know, yeah, it doesn't soak through the bread. Yeah. What about you? Well, I, I also don't really eat sandwiches that often, but 
And well, when I do, it's usually when my, let's say I'm taking my daughter to tennis or we're at one of her tennis matches because she plays tennis all the time or <laughs> literally like seven days a week. But um, my favorite is probably like a grilled tomato and cheese sandwich with mm. a little pesto. Yeah. You can't go wrong with pesto. No, you so can't. Good. Oh, so the, um, the brand of Ume Vinegar mm-hmm. is Eden. It's from Eden Foods. Eden Foods. If anybody's curious, they sell it at like Whole Foods and here in Utah, um, you can get it at Herman's and you can get it online. Like I usually order mine off off of Amazon, usually the cheapest. Oh, maybe I'll, I should look around and see if I could find something that I could use for sandwiches. I think my daughter would like it because she's a Ume fan. Well, it's, I mean, you could use any vinegar, but mm-hmm. there's that extra sour punch that is so unique to Ume vinegar. It's mm-hmm. so good with kind of the richness of the hummus. And yeah, I should try that. I should totally, I've never, thank goodness we're having this conversation now. I'm getting all sorts of good ideas from you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of my all-time favorite Japanese sandwiches mm-hmm. is Japanese egg salad. Uh-huh. And obviously I haven't had Japanese egg salad in a few years now, <laughs> but because uh, <laughs> I'm vegan, but I missed it so much that I actually last year came up with a veganized version. Didn't I send you that recipe? Yes, yes you did. And okay. it was really good. And I yeah, ate it all by myself, but we don't need to go into <laughs> details about that because it was so good. Have you ever made um, like a chickpea salad that's, like a yeah yeah I have I have of tuna uh huh I really like that too yeah so Japanese yeah we were we've talked about this before not not in any of our um episodes but um Rachel and I have talked about the difference kind of between Japanese egg salad sandwiches and 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 even like tuna salad and I think one of the reasons is because of the mayonnaise that is used. Um, Japanese so mayonnaise, know about Japanese yeah. mayonnaise. Yeah, Japanese mayonnaise is pretty different from what you can get in the states. And I think, I mean, you, and you can buy Kewpie mayo or Japanese mayonnaise in the states now, right? But it's got a more strong vinegar taste to it, I think. And it's slightly sweeter. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like tangy and sweet. So it's. It's kind of, it's, that sounds kind of odd, but that's, I think that's one of the main reasons why maybe like the mayonnaise-based sandwiches, especially that are sold in like the kombini, taste um, different. So egg salad, Japanese egg salad is one of my favorites too. Don't you think the, the mayo is kind of creamier too? Yeah, it is. It's very, it's more like rich almost. I don't, but Kewpie, they, I, they have a vegan version so I should, I'm dying to try it. I wonder I'm if so you get it in the that. States, but I could, yeah, I could maybe get it for you. I've looked and I haven't been able to find it here yet. I'm guessing that it will make its way here eventually, but yeah. if anybody has seen it, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as possible. Cause Rachel's dying to try it, <laughs> but yeah, that would, yeah, I've, I should buy it and try it and see if it's the same. It's your homework. That's my home. I've got a tough life. Got to try out all this food, all these food and different condiments. Yeah, I'm 
I'm, I'm really wishing I could help with the homework. <laughs> so, so some of the popular sandwiches in Japan um, are pretty much, yeah, well, egg salad, tuna salad. And then I think recently it's kind of like an omelet egg sandwich. I don't know if you can get those in the States. You can. They don't sell those in the States. Um, it seems like you can find something that's like a breakfast sandwich that kind of has like oh, a okay like a egg like a piece of omelet like as a layer mm-hmm. but not I haven't seen anything like that anywhere else because it's like a it's basically just like an a fluffy uh, omelet egg sandwich and it's totally different than the the egg salad but it's also really good and then so those are pretty, those are like the basic sandwiches. And then obviously you have like ham cheese or like BLT or like lettuce and just plain lettuce and, and tomato and cucumber and, and just other sandwiches as well. But I think those are the egg salad, tuna salad, ham cheese and things like that have been around for a, a while. A couple of things that are unique about those, at least when you get them at the kombini, the convenience store. Mm-hmm. Egg salad in Japan, it's eggs and mayo and like a little bit of salt and pepper. Yeah. And that's and, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And then tuna is kind of the same. You don't have any chopped up pickles. You don't. And they usually, it's usually on, it's got a bit more to it than Wonder Bread, but it's. It, it's similar you know, to Wonder Bread. It's. Yeah, it's a little. The texture is different, a little different than Wonder Bread, but yeah, I would. It doesn't squish down as quickly. It's a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, and they cut the crusts off. Like when you buy a sandwich at the Kombini, it doesn't have crusts. Yeah, that's so. That's one thing. um, Japanese sandwiches. That's one thing that kind of I I found not odd. I guess you could say odd. Maybe I I found to be kind of different was. There was, first of all, it was like crustless sandwiches. And then the bread was really thin. And and they even have like the bread at the supermarkets. You could get sandwich bread. And it's just basically just thin, thin white bread without the crust. They have it all cut for you. But yeah. And they, they remind me of the afternoon tea sandwiches that you could get in, in like London, I think. So maybe that's... I. I haven't done my research on this, but maybe that's where they kind of came from, you know, because they seem a little similar. I totally think so. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of just cutting it into smaller triangles, you've just got, you know, just like the half triangle. Yeah. But sometimes they do have it in the smaller triangles. Like if, Mm -hmm. and if they have them in like a box type of, yeah. in like a bento box sometimes that's when it's a smaller triangle. And they've cut it. Yeah. So it's more like the finger food type size. One that confused me, I don't know if confused <laughs> is the right word, but the first time I saw it in Japan, I thought, what uh-huh. was the sandwich that has yakisoba in it? Oh, yeah, that's always, that one's always kind of, it's like carbs on carbs. <laughs> yeah. So yakisoba, they're stir fried noodles. Mm-hmm. They've got almost like a, almost like a barbecue sauce the yakisoba like sweetened kind of sweet and tangy yeah usually there's some type of meat in there and like pork and 
cabbage, cabbage. and onion and yeah yeah so seeing that seeing these brown stir-fried noodles <laughs> in bread just, just kind of threw me for a loop like what yeah that was kind but, of odd yeah i mean it and it's it, it is it is odd i think but but it doesn't taste bad it's definitely not one of my favorite sandwiches i mean i'm being honest here but my kids love it my son loves it um yeah maybe we can post a picture of of the yakisoba they call it yakisoba pan not sandwich but they call it yakisoba pan so maybe i can get and a picture. pan is pan's the word for bread so yeah. that'd be yakisoba bread but it's a sandwich yeah and it's in like a in in a almost like a hot dog roll you know like a it's not sandwiched between two slices of bread, but it's in one of those like hot dog rollish yeah. buns. They like to do things with that idea. I mean, they put other things in those types of buns too. Yeah. And then another one is kind of, it's definitely a Japanese thing is they have fried ham, like breaded ham. Like they, sometimes it's, cut really thick and then sometimes it's thinly sliced but they bread the ham and then they fry it and then you make sandwiches with that so that was kind of like weird for me it's like why i didn't get it at first because i was like why are you wait you're frying ham and then you're going to make sandwich out of it like it didn't make sense to me i mean it's not bad you know so that's one thing you see sometimes and it's kind of like what i think one sandwich that i'm starting to see at, on some restaurant menus here in the States mm-hmm. <clears throat> is the katsu sando. Oh, okay. It's like the breaded fried pork cutlet Yeah, in a sandwich. Yeah. So that's, that's very popular over here. You can get that. Um, they have it in restaurants and then they have, um, they obviously have it in the kombini and then they have it in like bakeries. They have, I guess, Japanese people like to fry a lot of things because they have, you know, they have the hamukatsu like I've just talked about. And then they have um, the tonkatsu, like the katsu sando that you just mentioned, Rachel. And then they have, um, sometimes they have beef, like the fried beef cutlets. And then they have um, chicken cutlets and then even shrimp. You know, I just remembered another sandwich experience. What? In, what? This one was in Japan. Oh, really? Yeah. In on one of our visits, I was just looking it up. Uh-huh. It was the summer of 2011. Uh-huh. My husband and I, it was just him and I that came over. Uh-huh. And I took the train up to visit um, my friend Nancy Hachisu in Kamikawa. Yeah, I remember. She runs like a like a little school. Mm-hmm. And she makes they make homemade like lunch for the Mm -hmm. kids when I got there, they were just about to have lunch Mm -hmm. the the day when I first visited. And so I helped her, they made, um, shogayaki sando. Mm -hmm. So thin sliced pieces of pork, Mm -hmm. they cook in like this ginger flavor marinade. It was so good, but you know, it's like in these old farmhouse buildings and, Mm -hmm. I totally forgotten about that. But all these little kids, they were so cute. Good memories. That was a good sandwich. I remember you telling me about that because I think we had um we had lunch after you went to stay with you stayed with her for 
a couple of days. And then we had, we had um, lunch in Tokyo after that. Was that the trip where we went to the... Tsurutokan? Uh, I think we went to the noodle shop together. Oh, was it? It wasn't the... Oh, what's that thing called? And you still had long hair. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a fun memory. Did you ever blog about that on your? Did in fact, I um, I was just looking it up uh-huh. to try and find the details, and I have a post from like six months later where I came up with my own version of that sandwich. Oh. So I have a post both about the the visit and about the sandwich. Oh, it's fun. I should look at that later. My kids are always asking me about, oh, what, don't you have any other recipes that you can make from Rachel's blog? And I'm like, yes, there are tons of recipes, but mom is not as a good cook as Rachel. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're so full of it. <laughs> For those of you out there who aren't as privileged as me to know Noriko, no. she's an amazing cook. No, no seriously. <laughs> my kids always love visiting you because- <laughs> You're such a good cook. Oh. And Bug knows that she can, uh, what's, connive? No, that's not the word, right word. Bribe you? No, I don't know what Bribe me? <laughs> she can get you by batting her eyes. <laughs> she can get you to make her saba for Oh, yeah, her, her fish. <laughs> she loves the way you make it. Yeah, that's funny. I remember that. She's like, oh, I don't want to eat the fish. And then she ate it. And then she was like, oh, that fish is the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, what, five five years ago, the first time she had it at your house. And then yeah. now. Every time. She's like, can you make Saba? <laughs> yeah, she's so cute. Speaking of Saba, though, I they have um, uh, Saba sandwiches. I've seen that before, like yakisaba. That makes sense, though, because that's a meatier fish. Yeah. So. Maybe we should try that one of these days. She would try it for you. I'm sure. I'm sure she would. Let's talk about fruit sandwiches. Ooh, fruit sandwiches. So I don't know if that is even a thing in in the States. It's pretty popular over here. They have it, um, again, in in the kombini, and then they have it in in the bakery, or they even sell it at the supermarkets. But what it is, it's just basically just fruit in a sandwich <laughs> with like whipped cream or sometimes they use like cream cheese. So it tastes almost like a, a, a cheesecake really. They're really pretty too. Yeah, they are. They are. And my, my daughter loves like blueberry and cream cheese. That's like one of her favorites. And then she likes strawberry and whipped cream too. If I take her to the store or the bakery and I let her pick out a sandwich, she almost always picks a fruit sandwich. Like she'll pick one fruit sandwich and then she'll pick like something with like egg or ham or something. But she always just has to have a fruit sandwich. So that's that's kind of it sounds odd, but it is it is a, a good combination actually. Let's just Especially because Japanese bread is a little bit sweeter than mm-hmm. American white bread. Yeah. So it makes a lot more sense. It's got almost like a sponge cake-like texture almost. Because Wonder Bread tends to be, or I don't know why we keep talking <laughs> about Wonder Bread. Because <laughs> that's not the only option of bread you have, obviously. But uh, It's a good reference point, though, to these types of sandwiches. Because we don't really have the same bread otherwise i don't know and i i grew up eating wonder bread so i almost always like 
immediately, you know, think of like Wonder Bread, Wonder Bread, whenever we talk about sandwiches, because that's what I grew up on pretty much. But um, the the bread is a little bit sweeter, and then it has almost like a sponge cake-like texture. So that that's probably why it makes sense. So, I mean, speaking if- of cake, mm-hmm. we were just, before we started recording, we were looking at some convenience store sandwiches, and they there have been some out there where they use what they call cake bread, but looks more like slices of pound cake uh-huh. with like custardy pudding in between the layers. Yeah. So really it's just like a slice of cake. Yeah. But will you try that for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> I will. If I, if I see it in the store, I will. I've, I've never tried that. I've heard about people doing like pudding in the sandwiches. So maybe I, I should try that or maybe I have my kids try it. <laughs> Because I'm not sure about it, but I can have my kids try it. <laughs> More homework. <laughs> tough life. Putting you to work. I know. Tough life I've got. Okay, so how about one of the most recent sandwich trends? One of the most recent sandwich trends. I would say um, maybe a wampaku sando, which wampaku means kind of not out of control. <laughs> Well, they kind of are out of control. (laughs) Yeah, well, if it loosely translates to uh, wampaku means kind of out of control. Basically, it's just a sandwich that's kind of got like a a lot of filling. And they're really cool looking so much so that I think part of why they've become popular is because they're all over Instagram. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's probably, that's probably why they're so popular. So the whole wampaku sando thing is just... The f- there's lots of filling and then when you cut it sometimes people arrange the filling so it looks more kind of festive I guess you could say when you cut it it seems to me like usually when um after someone makes it they wrap it in saran wrap or something where they can pull the sides tight mm-hmm. so it's almost like the sides curve down yeah yeah so that then it looks like it's kind of bulging. I don't know. It kind of accentuates like the filling, the part yeah. of it. So they're very, um, they're very striking because they are, they are. And that, that could be something that you could easily like veganize or because it's not like you have to use just meat or some, or dairy products, you know? Yeah. Maybe we should, you should try making Wampakusando, like a vegan version. I should. That's a good idea. Yeah. So it's, I think a lot of like Japanese sandwiches in the past, especially maybe when I was growing up, they were more simple and like the, and like we mentioned before, kind of like the afternoon tea sandwiches that you would get in like in the UK. So recently it's more kind of volume, like lots of meat, lots of vegetables, lots of whatever to kind of, Again, like the wampakusando, you know. That visual impact. Same with the fruit sandwiches. They're so visually appealing. Yeah. And then it's not just, you don't have to use just like the sandwich bread. It can be, it's, and it doesn't have, and it can have a crust. You can pretty much use anything, you know. And it's, so it's not just like, I think people are, are starting to think more out of the box and same with like bakeries and restaurants and stores in Japan too. They're not, they're not just sticking to like the, the usual old school sandwiches that you would get. It seems like a lot of 
Japanese food trends over the past five years, especially have been like that because you think of like, like in the last episode we talked or not last episode, two episodes ago, we talked about onigiri Mm -hmm. and you've got the uh, bakudan, the bomb onigiri, where it's just like things that are more outside the box, less traditional. So that's been fun to see. And my kids have been definitely enjoying the different sandwich trends, (laughs) especially my daughter. So what are kind of like the trends that you've been seeing over there? You know, I don't know. (laughs) Seems like maybe I'm just less clued in. So this is the only big trend that I could come up with. And it's the um, Popeye sandwich that I was, did it come out last year? But it was crazy because it sold out really quickly and they'd, they'd have these lines for this sandwich that I don't know didn't seem all, all that well because you don't special. You obviously don't eat meat and, and and you're gluten free so I guess that wouldn't be an option for you so but yeah yeah but even the people that I know who've tried it they're like well it was good but it wasn't I don't know but it was a um crispy like fried chicken sandwich okay so it's fried chicken fillet sour pickles and mayo on a brioche bun so it's kind of a cool combination. I've I don't even know if I've been to Popeyes before or not. Probably not. Like, they have Popeyes in Japan? No, I can't remember. So only make no, them like no. a military base. And even then I don't even know. Yeah. If anybody tries it, let us know. The other thing it seems like I'm seeing, we're seeing more ethnic influences. Like I'm starting to see more banmi. Yeah. Different places. So some of those sandwiches from other cultures or flavors from other cultures that are filtering into places. Yeah, I've seen that too. Oh, and speaking of of our our Saba discussion from earlier, I did see a Saba sandwich yesterday. I should have bought that. Um, it was just basically um, like little pieces of Saba that uh, like almost like fried in like a tempura batter almost sandwich with like, I think it was like carrot and lettuce and onion with like a vinaigrette. Maybe I should go and get that. And maybe we should explain that Saba is mackerel. Yeah. It's a really, really popular fish in Japan. Yeah. And it's pretty fatty. It's a, it's a fatty fish. So I guess it, it would make sense to put in a sandwich. You know, my favorite um, fish sandwich Mm -hmm. in the States Mm -hmm is in the south where they do catfish Mm -hmm. breaded Mm -hmm. and fried catfish on a sandwich Mm -hmm. with like trying to think of what it's like a remoulade maybe i don't know it's been ages but we lived in memphis years ago before we had kids for a while and Mm -hmm. they do some amazing things with catfish that's so good i should i wish i could try all these things you just got to come visit. Yeah, I know. I need to. You need to come and stay for like three months because the list of everything we want to do with you is really long. Yeah. You should just stay for like a year <laughs> and then stay longer and longer or just I'll stay for a year and then you come back and then stay with me for a year. <laughs> and then I, I like this idea. To together. They would love that. 
Yeah, they would. They'd be so happy. And we could have them do all the sandwich and onigiri research for us. I don't think they would complain. (laughs) No, I don't think they'd complain about any of the food research. No, definitely not. We could just send them to the store and just say, just buy all the sandwiches. Anything new that you see, just go at it. And they wouldn't complain at all. When they're getting old enough where one of these times that we're all together, we really should do that. Like send the older kids to the store together. Say, come back with some things you want to try or share with each other. That would and then be fun. See what they come home with. Yeah. yeah, that would be so fun. We should do that. Like send them to like the konbini and then tell them to pick out like onigiri or then, or tell send them to like a bakery and just let them pick out whatever sandwiches or bread that they want. That would be fun. It's really interesting to me that the sandwich world in the U.S. and the sandwich world in Japan have similarities. They have things that cross over like egg salad and tuna salad, but yet they are so different. Yeah, they are. And again, we talked about it before. And a lot of times it has to do with like the condiments that you use and like the bread. And yeah, I'm just kind of wondering how how like a Japanese egg salad would sell in like the States, like how well that would do or like the, how well the tuna salad in Japan would sell in the States and vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I have been seeing Japanese egg salad style sandwiches pop up in certain places. So I think that's actually a trend that's growing at least like in places like LA or New York Mm -hmm. where there's more that, international mix mm-hmm. so but i think it's a thing i think um it's a concept that's catching on because people taste it and it's so simple but yet it's so surprisingly mm-hmm. delicious so i think that one's catching on the thing the thing that i think is interesting is in the states sandwich shops mm-hmm. are so ubiquitous right like you've got subway and quiznos and Oh, here we've got a bunch of different ones. Um, Anyways, but you've got all these different kind of subway type Mm -hmm. sandwich places. Mm -hmm. And that's not really the case in Japan. I mean, you've got subway and, but they're not, I don't know, it's just not as popular. Well, yeah, they have, we do have subway over here, but then it's more of, I don't know how you would explain it. It's, it's again like the afternoon tea sandwiches and then also there are a couple of shops in Tokyo that sell kind of like the wampaku sandwich like sandwiches yeah those are popular but it's it's I think the sandwich culture over here is pretty different than the one in the states sandwich culture is super strong in the states I mean I just think that the sandwich is very American we do sandwiches in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And I, it would be interesting to kind of see um, how like a Japanese sandwich shop would do, like how well it would do in the States, like marketing wise. Yeah. You know? I wish we could. I think do well if you did your market research and had it in the right place. Yeah. Cause there, but I think people would kind of have be shocked at first. Cause it's like, what? It's totally different, you know? I mean, it's the same, but then it's not, you know what I mean? Just like the onigiri, it's like you see, like you see onigiri in the States, but it's the same. And and then again, it's not the same. You know what I mean? 
well, you just need to move to the States and you and I can open up an onigiri shop, uh-huh. but we can also sell like fruit sandwiches as dessert. Yeah, that would work. But they are, the fruit sandwiches are good. Somebody, you guys need to try that. And I'll try to get a picture of fruit sandwiches. That's one trend that I'm actually surprised I haven't really seen in the States. I think it would do well. Maybe even for like school lunches. Cause I mean, it's, it's, it is like almost dessert like, but you could make it healthy. You know, it just depends on what you use to fill it with. I've got an idea for a vegan version that I've, that I need to sit down and actually try. So maybe I can make that happen this week. That would be fun to see. Tune in to Rachel's blog for a vegan version of the fruit sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) I would be curious to know Mm -hmm. what other people's favorite sandwiches are. And if they have tried Japanese sandwiches, what they think of them and if they have a favorite. Yeah, definitely. Again, tag, tag us. If you make a sandwich, then tag us. And then just like you did with the onigiri and let us know what you've been kind of making If you want to see pictures of maybe some sandwiches from like a Japanese store, then, then let us know again and I can go out and do more research. (laughs) My kids will happily cooperate. (laughs) They'll sacrifice for us. Yeah. (laughs) My kids, (laughs) my kids are willing to sacrifice themselves for our research. Excellent. (laughs) So definitely tag us if you want to share a favorite or if you make something we want to see And that sandwiches next week. I'm super excited about our topic because it's something that I love to eat. We are going to be talking everything Japanese curry. Yes. Curry is just another top. It's, it's something that we talk about a lot too. And we both eat a lot. (laughs) Yes, we do. So tune in to episode six for all things curry. So until then, stay safe and make onigiri. Okay, I'm trying not to look at your face right now because I'm scared. <laughs> it's that bad, huh? <laughs> I can't believe we we're both like, so what's your favorite sandwich right now? Um, I don't really eat sandwiches. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. At least we're honest. You know? I know. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs>